Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Mr. Fryer, got two hours of fun on the way here for Loho on the Loho Show. Let's go. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Previously on the Lawrence Holmes Show. But when I start looking at the Bulls, I go, this team seems to continually hit their ceiling when it when it's the other good teams in the league. And what's what makes me angry is not them losing to Milwaukee. It's them having the good game in between getting dog walked by Phoenix and getting dog walked by Milwaukee. Milwaukee won every quarter of yesterday's game every quarter it's upsetting and disheartening to now see oh well now you've got some of those pieces back that you keep telling me is the difference between you being pretty good and very good you have caruso back and you put him in the starting lineup and he's not he didn't in this game pay as big a dividends offensively for you you got patrick williams back He's supposed to be out there helping you on Giannis. Giannis went 27-15 and didn't really play the fourth quarter. So it just looks like a lot of these data points are, are telling us how good the Bulls are. And now there's a sprint, 10 games left, to see where you're going to end up. Make me a bicycle, clown! Joe Ostrowski on the way here in just a few minutes. But first... Got to get it in. Base drop. Welcome into the Lord's Hope Show. I'm Anthony Heron filling in for the great Lord's Hope. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Big and Heron. Also, switching around on twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 to score, broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. 312-644-6767 is the tech zone, brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time and shop online at rosenhyundai.com. The score listener line is powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit betql.com you can download the Aussie app to stream the score on your mobile device interact with the show and the station on facebook where you can like this 670 the score page and guess 
Join us on the Score Hotline presented by Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. I told you the guests on the show and the first one coming up in just a few short moments. Joe Ostrowski of BetQL will be next here on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Anthony Heron in for Loho on the score. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Joe Ostrowski, host of BetQL Daily. When early odds is on the air on Saturdays, there are a lot of people that tune out. They don't want to hear sports betting. But when you really break it down, it's just sports talk. The best gambling analyst in the country. Want to bet? I'm Jordan with the mic. Huh. Want to gamble? When I reach out to people that have models or some odds makers, what maybe once upon a time it was three points for home field, Right now, and most people aren't aware of this, it's one and a half to two points. Joe Ostrowski on the Lawrence Holmes Show, right damn now. Yeah. Joe O with us on the Circle Resort Casino in Las Vegas hotline, home of, the world, home of the world's largest sports book. Anytime Joe O joins us, he is sponsored by PointsBet, of course. Joe Ostrowski of BetQL Daily on Twitter at Joe Ostrowski. Joe, it's early in the afternoon, man. How you doing? Ah, uh, good, Big Ant. I mean, the NFL, this is just March Madness. It's about the, the shield, right? <laughs> Apparently, that's every day. I'm like, oh, it's a slow day in the NFL. We don't have some crazy trade every afternoon. That's uh, been the ritual over the last number of weeks. That's the, the incredible thing about how so many sports leagues are trying to find different ways to kind of control whatever their offseason is, and the NBA's gotten much better at it. But when it comes down to it, everybody still kind of bows at the throne of the National Football League. Mm-hmm. And f- from that perspective, I'm wondering if some of this NFL news that we've been seeing in recent days here, how much of it ends up sort of adjusting the way that, that betting lines happen, whether it's lines for the upcoming season or even just lines on what the next big move might be over the offseason. Oh, every one of these moves that we've been talking about has impacted things about immediately. Maybe some sports books will take the, the odds down for a specific team for a few minutes, but the, the odds are just crazy. Well, you bring up the NBA, and what's funny is when we grew up, quarterbacks never changed. Mm. That was it. Tom Brady changed the game. And now over the last few years, see, I, I'm curious to see if there are other teams. The Bears, hopefully, they're not going to be in that spot. But those teams that are hunting for quarterbacks, it was always, well, that is the most important position, and it's so hard to land. That's what we have to find first, figure the rest out later. We're seeing other organizations make, maybe taking a different approach. It worked out for Denver this offseason. They're building around the quarterback, and then when they get their opportunity, they're going to strike like they did with Russell Wilson. It's fascinating. Uh, the most recent big move, Tyreek Hill goes down to Miami for a haul. I mean, yeah. there, there are a few ways that we can uh, bring the Bears into this conversation. Maybe Green Bay didn't get as much as they should have. Two picks. <laughs> Two picks for Devontae. And Kansas City gets five for Tyreek to go down there to, to play with Waddle and Tua. No more excuses, Tua. This is it, man. They've given you all the pieces. They have uh, bolstered that offensive line as well. That's been a problem for a number of years. But if you look at the Dolphins' odds, there were some sports books that had them at 70-1. to 1. They were cut down to 40, like nearly in half for a non-quarterback. We don't really see that. They weren't part of the conversation as far as the playoff picture mm. in the AFC. It, it, was, it was the one division that didn't appear to be very competitive. 
right? We've talked about all the moves in the North, how strong it is from top to bottom. Of course, the same thing with the West. And in the East, it was, oh, well, the Bills are going to win because they're the only team. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's the case anymore. And then you can't really count out Bill Belichick. So what's really fascinating, began is when you look at the depth in the AFC, there's going to be, I think, a few really good teams that aren't going to make the playoffs. The Bills are still the Super Bowl favorite. And then overall, the uh, Bucks and Packers come in second and third. Then the Chiefs. The Chiefs' number didn't move that much by losing Tyreek Hill, which I, which okay. I find which I find pretty interesting. But you're going to have teams like the Browns with Watson. How much? I don't know. Broncos, Chargers, Ravens, Bengals. After making the Super Bowl, are they going to be a playoff team? As deep as that conference is, it's uh, it's absolutely fascinating. And, and began what I was alluding to with the Bears. <laughs> First off, did Ryan Poles know this day was coming? He's like, I got to get out of here, man. <laughs> this is, this is going to go bad. This might be going uh, set backwards for next year or so. But when you have to pay the quarterback, when you're paying impactful players, when you're giving up uh, multiple first-round picks, for guys like Orlando Brown or a few years back, Frank Clark, and you're paying those players, you're going to have to face this day at some point. You can kick the can down the road, but the Chiefs decided, okay, now's the time. We've got to do this as everyone around us is getting much better. Right, and I'm wondering where the – you mentioned Deshaun Watson and the unknown of, of a situation like that in Cleveland – then how how do the odds makers factor that in? Is, is there a level of patience? Does it occasionally come off the board just because folks aren't quite sure how many mm-hmm. games he'll even play? What other, you know, even though the criminal charges aren't going to be pressed, will the civil case end up factoring in? Will the NFL suspend him for a certain period of time? So how does that unknown end up playing out in the way that, that people can bet on their expectations for the Browns? It seems like an overreaction in the betting markets. They are now the favorite to win the division. I wouldn't put them as the favorite, but, I, but I'm coming from the perspective that this guy should sit at least eight games. At mm. least. Mm. I wonder if Cleveland knows something. And maybe maybe they're thinking it's going to be four games, and we now have a 17-game schedule. We can rebound from a poor start. Or maybe we can just go two and two if it, if it goes down to two games. I'm not sure. I thought it was an overreaction. I saw some places that had Cleveland around 50-1. to one down to 20 to 1 and and that was immediate and you look right now at points bet they're 14 to 1 right there with San Francisco and Dallas right in between those two teams and that puts them third in the AFC ahead of Denver that is way too much of a move for me for a guy that I don't even know how much he's going to play this season (laughs) and yet you don't play football for an entire year I know he's supposed to be in his prime right now how's he going to look in a new offense and with new teammates and in that conference tough games most weeks so I mean yeah it's not making we're just talking about the betting odds here not a statement on the NFL's decision here but it was gross that in the end there was a sweepstakes uh, there, there were four or five teams begging to get Deshaun Watson, and it shows you where their priorities are in the NFL. But uh, we all know that all of these moves, big reactions afterwards. Same thing with, of course, Russell Wilson. People think he's got a terrific surrounding cast, and uh, now it's really close. There's been a lot of in that division in the West. The Chargers and Broncos are right there in the odds behind the Chiefs, hmm. and that. 
that's surprising to me a little bit because it feels like the Chiefs have been this overwhelming favorite within that division for several seasons now. And it's not like Patrick Mahomes is, is going anywhere. And Andy Reid so far isn't going anywhere. You still got Kelsey. And, you know, I, I guess until further notice, it feels like they, they are still the best team in that division. As we continue our discussion with Joe Ostrowski here, you can watch Joe. You see his handsome face and his, his <laughs> luscious locks there on twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 to score. And this time of year, because we were talking about it being the NFL offseason and right now sort of, you know, going in parallel paths with the NCAA tournament. So this is the hottest betting time of year for college basketball. How, how does that rival with the way that the NFL lines are, are shifting and adjusting with all the news being made in the NFL? Is it still where the tournament is kind of dominating all the money? Yes, because of the number of games you have. So there's a larger volume with all the tournament games, like the last Thursday through Sunday, it was bananas. If you take a look at the handle, the money bet over those days, it crushes the Super Bowl, just because the Super Bowl is one sporting event, mm. and you have so many games. People take off of work Thursday and Friday, they watch and bet on every single game in a, in a number of ways. So uh, the betting handle for March Madness, whether you're watching college basketball all season or not, everybody jumps in the pool, and uh, they want to have fun with uh, March Madness, whether we're talking about office pools or just, just betting these games individually. And uh, we got four more tonight, four more tomorrow, and Man, your Big Ten not looking hot. We're already down to two teams. Right, right. It is unfortunate. We're going to see what happens with Michigan <laughs> tonight. I mean, it, it's hard to – if Michigan advances, they take down Villanova. You can't really describe a team like Michigan as any kind of Cinderella, even though they're an 11 seed. But it, it does strike me that we the discussion about college hoops this entire season was sort of that there's not any great teams – that emerged, and so I'm wondering then, does the money disperse in a more broad manner, even though you got high seeds like Gonzaga and Arizona who've worked their way through? We know the brand of Kansas, even though the Jayhawks weren't necessarily dominant all year either. And Purdue, who's a three seed, they're one of the teams a lot of folks think could, could win it all too. So where the I'm wondering, is the money more dispersed from a betting perspective because there hasn't been that surefire dominant squad throughout the year? Uh, it, it is in other ways in making bets like a team to win the championship or to make the final four, because you know, just off the top of my head, if I'm looking at, let's go look at the West region. Their two games are playing tonight. Gonzaga, Arkansas, Texas Tech, Duke. As wide open as it is this year, even though most college hoops fans would agree, uh, bookmakers would agree that Gonzaga is the best team in the field and they would be favored over any of these teams on a neutral field. Or court, I, I would still say that three of those teams can win the championship just in that region alone. Hmm. And, and that's how wide open it is. If we go down to the east, you could make a case for Purdue. The defense is probably going to be a problem at some point. They give up way too much, but they, they're in a good spot. They got a little lucky here, I think, uh, getting the 15 seed. They're a double-digit favorite in this matchup against St. Peter's. But, yeah, if you go over the 16 teams that are alive – I wouldn't say most years you could say, okay, we could make cases for like six or seven teams that could win the title. A team like Miami coming out of nowhere, the ACC is viewed as a down season, and, and it pretty much was in the regular season, but they have the experience. They have the coach that's been there before. They have the guard play. So you could make cases for a lot of different teams. Houston, they're not supposed to be here. I mean, what Kelvin Sampson has done with this team, uh, he lost two of his better guards in December. And they just keep on winning. Right. And, and and that winner, Arizona-Houston, they could make some sort of a run. 
to go to the Final Four. Just need to win two more games. But uh, as far as the games tonight, you mentioned Michigan-Villanova. And, yeah, Michigan, something I can't get past that I'm trying to keep in in my mind with that one is they're not great at defending the three. And the biggest reason that Tennessee lost to Michigan is the Vols were two for 18 on threes. I'm not sure that that's going to happen with Villanova again. They're the best free-throw shooting team in the country. The the point spread is around four and a half to five. They have the experience with Colin Gillespie. I think Villanova wins. Uh, not my favorite play of the night, but I, I do think if I have to make a play there that they're going to cover. Uh, the, the one that is going to take the most amount of bets, there's no doubt in this round, is Texas Tech. Duke, tonight. Huh. Is this Coach K's last game? They have the prime slot, and, and you have the, the strong offense on the Duke side against the number one defense in Texas Tech. And, and my biggest concern... As I look at Texas Tech, I think they do have the advantages here. They are favored by one, which is interesting to most people because they're the three and Duke's the two, is how is the officiating going to go? Because last weekend there were a lot of complaints. They had way too much control of those games. (laughs) Is it going to be slanted to the Blue Devil side as as they want Coach K to march on? That, That is my big concern there. But when we've seen Duke go against good defenses, not great like Texas Tech, just good defenses, they've had their struggles against teams like North Carolina, Wake, Virginia Tech, uh, Virginia. And those are just good defenses. They're one and three straight up against those teams. Uh, The Sharps are on Texas Tech, and and I'm with them as long as the referees allow them to win the game. (laughs) Real quick, before I let you run, man, the the St. Peter's matchup with Purdue tomorrow. I'm wondering a game like that, because you said uh, the majority of the action was coming in because Duke's on the court and Coach K, but uh, that storyline, that's – you know, St. Peter's is, is the quintessential Cinderella that remains here as a 15 seed. And Purdue was such a, an overwhelming favorite throughout a lot of the regular season, at least from a Big Ten perspective. All the talent, the depth that the Boilermakers had returning. And there's not a more exciting player in the NCAA tournament right now than their guard, Jaden Ivey. He's, he's not only going to be a lottery pick. You know, he's, he's showing himself as a guy who's definitely going to be a top five pick, assuming he enters this next NBA draft. So that having that, that Cinderella story that's there with a team and a fan base who they, they, they got to make the Final Four. You know, they haven't done it in like 40 years for Purdue. So the action on that game, is there a groundswell of, of St. Peter's kind of excitement and support, assuming that they probably have the longest odds remaining? I think there will be tomorrow. And think mm. about that building in Philadelphia. Are, are there going to be a lot of Purdue fans traveling to that game? I, I would I mean, think there's anybody there who's neutral. Aren't they going to be cheering for St. Peter's? Right, that exactly. exactly. Uh, so that's going to be fun. Uh, interesting note, St. Peter's, of all the teams in the tournament, they had the best against the spread record in college basketball. They were 20-9 and coming into the tournament. People just didn't think too much of it. Oh, yeah, it's this little 15th seed. What are they going to do? Kentucky's going to kill them. Uh, Not the case. It's it's a big number. It's 12-and-a-half. I mean, the Big Ten needs Matt Painter to come through here. They do. You you have to. We don't expect Michigan to march on. Maybe they they surprise Villanova here. But, yeah, you're right about the three studs. Jaden Ivey's been averaging 20 points in the tournament thus far. The bigs that they have, I don't know how St. Peter's is going to combat that. That's the problem. And I mentioned Purdue's defense, but along with that, they have arguably the best offense in the nation. So I don't, I don't think it's going to be trouble here. I'm hearing a lot of people that 
are coming up with reasons to defend St. Peter's. I think they want to see it happen. I, I just don't see how the Peacocks can keep up offensively. Now, at the start, it wouldn't surprise me if the building's going crazy and St. Peter's comes out to a lead. But I think in the end, Purdue marches on, and I do expect them to cover the point spread, even though it is pretty pretty big. But they get that crowd behind them. That might mm-hmm. be able to carry the day, but... You know, they, they you see the stories. They're parting all week. Shaheen Holloway is already going to Seton Hall. Like, it's already <laughs> over. They, it's like they already had their Final Four. Right, no doubt, man. Well, I know you'll be covering the action itself on the court, all the news on the field, man, and everything you're talking about on BetQL daily. Always fun to catch up, Joe. Appreciate your time, man. Thanks, Big Ant. All right, that is Joe Ostrowski of BetQL Daily. You can find him on Twitter at Joe Ostrowski. When we return, there's a, the Lucas Giolito storyline with the Sox has gotten a, a lot of pub here over the last couple of days with good reason, and I, I don't really think we should be that surprised by it when you think about the man who owns the Chicago White Sox. And I'm going to explain why that is, and you'll hear from the man himself telling you a story that really relates to, it mirrors exactly what Giolito is going through right now. We'll get into that next on The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. 
mode. Here we come. Stop it. All right, it's uh, Terrestrial Radio. Anthony Heron in for Lawrence Holmes on the Lawrence Holmes Show. But I do always appreciate a little Buster Rhymes. We're coming out of breaks here. Music Breads, uh, Brandon Fryer making that happen. You can see me on twitch.tv slash Chicago 670. The score, some discussion there about uh, the Celtics. Folks are rooting for them, trying to figure out if they're going to root for Miami or Boston. A little Pizza Friday chat happening earlier. So get involved in the chat over there. Connor O'Donnell holding that down for us. But uh, I told you I wanted to wanted to make a, a parallel between what's happening right now with the White Sox and Lucas G. Lito and, and what's been getting discussed here in recent days to something that happened about 30 years ago with uh, Jerry Reinsdorf in his ownership, not at that time in his ownership of the White Sox, but specifically what was going on with one of the – he hadn't emerged yet as one of the great players of all time, but was certainly emerging as one of the stars in the National Basketball Association just months before the Bulls were set to win their first NBA championship. A little squabble was taking place between Scottie Pippen and the Bulls, and it came up, Brandon Fryer, during the last dance. Scottie Pippen signed a deal in 1991 for seven years for $18 million, and if he'd played it right, he could have made nine times that amount, ten times. I said to Scotty the same thing I'd said to Michael. If I were you, I wouldn't sign this contract. You may be selling yourself too short. It's too long a contract that you're locking yourself in for. I felt like I couldn't afford the gamble myself, getting injured and not being able to provide. I needed to make sure that people in my corner were, were taken care of. He signed a long-term deal, and it was undervalued pretty quickly. The league took off. You know, revenues went way, way up. Salaries went up. Jerry Reinsdorf was emphatic about it when guys signed the contract. I don't want to hear from you again. Don't come back and try to renegotiate. It was embarrassing because he was maybe the number two player in the NBA. His value was immense. You heard Phil Jackson saying it there. His value was immense. Scottie Pippen was emerging as a star, and Jerry Reinsdorf claiming there that he had advised him not to sign that deal yet because he signed it right before salaries ballooned around the National Basketball Association. The valuation of so many teams around the league boomed throughout the 90s, and Scottie ended up just being stuck in that deal, and it just ate at him throughout the remainder of his time here in Chicago and all the six championships that he won here with Mike and everybody else. And, you know, who knows what, what this upcoming stretch of baseball will hold for the White Sox, but we've seen for decades now that Jerry Reinsdorf doesn't mind. It's one thing to sign so many of your young stars essentially before they play any time at the major league level. It's one thing to sign them to extensions at that point that set them up for years to come, and they're happy with that. Lucas Giolito has been balling for years now. Yes, he had the struggles, and it didn't define him and everything else a few seasons back, man, but now we're looking at three consecutive summers where Lucas Giolito has been one of the best pitchers in baseball. And it doesn't mean right now that whatever extension talks are happening between his representatives and the Sox, I don't think that definitively means that the Sox need to acquiesce to that. But for where they're at right now, for what's on the line for the Sox at this moment, why allow this to linger? Why allow your stud, your ace, your your most versatile pitcher, your 
best and youngest pitcher, the dude who you definitively want to be a part of your future. Like, I, I thought Lance Lynn should have gotten the game one start in the postseason last year. And, yeah, he's got the bulldog in him, the pit bull, everything else. That's cool. But there's just certain lineups that are going to light Lance Lynn up. We've seen that throughout his postseason career. Giolito is the guy you have to be able to count on at 27 years old to be a part of the dynasty you're hoping you've been in the process of building on the south side of this city. Why allow at the most 200 grand? Why allow at the least 50 grand to be something that's in his dome as you're getting ready for the opening pitch of this baseball season? I I like the methodical approach that the Sox have taken about a whole bunch of different things. This right here, they got to put this in the rearview mirror. They they don't need Lucas Giolito to be worried about that when he's taking the mound. And you certainly don't want it to be in the midst of the extension negotiations that will be ongoing, that will enhance as he's coming closer and closer to being able to be a free agent. There's no need, just like with the Cubs and Chris Bryant, there's no need for that to be looming, lingering. There's no need for that to be in his head in the midst of those negotiations. And most importantly, there's no need for that to be in his head right now when he's preparing to take the mound for you this season. You want him as clear and and as comfortable as he can possibly be for your squad this season. Because right now, even without another move, you got a division championship roster that you've already assembled. Make sure they are all ready to roll. And this this shouldn't be surprising because we, we saw this play out with Scottie Pippen many, many moons ago. So hopefully the White Sox are going to get this figured out uh, too sweet because 50 grand, yeah, it, it doesn't mean as much to Lucas Giolito as it means to most of us either, but damn sure it doesn't mean a whole lot to the White Sox in the scheme of things financially. So they need to get this figured out and make this happen. We're going to come back. We'll get back into the NCAA tournament discussion with a guy who is in town right now getting ready to cover the action for one of the hottest podcasts out there covering college hoops. We'll do that next year on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Anthony Heron in for the great Lawrence Holmes on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.